Okay, hello everybody. Hello, hello. Yes, here we are. We're a little bit early, just a couple minutes early. Um, okay, we have Bart, we have uh, Marty, we have Edward, we have Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Good to see you. Long time no see. <laughs> uh, so uh, everybody's hearing me okay? Yes, thumbs up. This is Ellie, a medical Qigong practitioner, energy healing coach. And uh, today we're going to talk. This is also going to be broadcasted in my podcast, Awaken the Healer Within. And today's topic is one of the most important topic for self-healing. Yeah, I'm one of the most important topic of self-healing, but let's, let's wait uh, just one more minute to let people in uh, since we kind of, I kind of started it early. I was so excited to <laughs> share with you already. Uh, so, uh, so again, this is, uh, this is Ellie Cohen, medical Qigong practitioner and instructor. Today's topic is about the resistant, the resistant we have for healing. We have resistant. Did you know that we have resistant to heal? <laughs> we have resistant for a lot of things, but we also have a lot of resistant to, to healing. And I wanted to talk about it because that's such an important topic and it's often um, uh, not, not overlooked, if you will. Um, but before we start, I wanted to, uh, to do kind of a little uh, beginning uh, talk ceremony. So uh, before we start, we do a ceremony. Let's tap the fingertips together just like this. Yes. It's an interesting occupation acupressure technique right that's the end of your meridian very powerful points the ends of the meridians are very powerful yeah when we feel just like a little tap close your eyes and feel the connection between the fingertips as they tap together one thing that is very important one fact that is very important and we know this in many traditions is that when you think about the fingertip, the heart calms down. There's actually a relaxation Alert from calendar. There's a relaxation response. Just make sure you mute it. <laughs> There's a relaxation response that happen in the heart when you're feeling your fingertips. And let's just point the fingertips upwards towards the sky and just visualize as if the fingertips are like antennas reaching all the way to the stars above you and collecting all the good energy, all the inspiration, all the healing energy from the heavens. Yeah, you can even breathe in. And as you breathe in, you feel as if the ends of the fingertips are collecting and sucking up the energy from the heaven. Just for a little, another few seconds. Our little chi ceremony is always different. And then come to the heart and tap and insert this energy into the heart. So light taps on the center of the heart, on the chest. Yeah, whatever feels good, just kind of 
feel? Where do you need? Where is this tapping feels really good? Heart center on the center of the sternum. That would be really, really powerful. And just make, uh, kind of feel that all that energy you collected from the sky is like penetrating in, making a little bit more room, more spaciousness. You can breathe, just, just breathe a little deeper here into the chest, taking a few deep breaths here and fluff it up, fluff it up, all the energy here. Exhale from the mouth. Nice. And then let's come up to the throat, tap on the throat a little bit. And on the, on the uh, jaw, the muscle of the jaw, see is it tense, relax the jaw muscle. Close to the earlobes and up to the temple. And in the temple, very light, very light tapping. Very light tapping in the temple and insert that sky energy you collected into the brain to reprogram your brain into love and internal power. And then let's tap on the, on the head, just on the skull, tap on the top, on the side, just very light on the back. This feeling like tingling, kind of a nice feeling here on the back of the neck. And back to the heart. Nice, and let's put both hands on the heart. I'll rub the chest, massage the heart. Feel the Feel all the knocking on the brain, the throat, the face, the jaw, the temples. Feel the energy breathe into it as you massage the heart. Hmm, beautiful. Nice. Reverse direction. Swirl the energy around the heart. Breathe into the heart center. Let's breathe into the heart center now. Nice and lower the hands into the lower abdomen. Anchor the chi in the lower abdomen. Breathe into the lower abdomen. That's a very centering practice. Yeah, you're going to start to feel when you're thinking about the brain, it feels different. When you're thinking about the heart, it feels different. When you're thinking about the belly, it's a different, different feeling, different energy. So you're moving your chi. Your chi is your attention and intention. Nice. Okay. Open the eyes. Beautiful. Welcome to the room. Wow. We have uh, we have a big big group today. <laughs> so uh, so I wanted to start talking about resistant as an, in in general, and then we talk about resisting for healing because that's kind of like a counter you, you counterintuitive. You're thinking like, why would I resist healing? 
Uh, so I wanted to talk about resistance in general and talk about the Tao, start with the story of the Tao and what the Tao is. Uh, in the pictogram, the Tao is a, is a, a in Chinese, the character is all pictogrammic. So it's, it's a face of a man and there's two little scribbles on the side and it's like a path uh, walking, like a, a person walking. So it's really basically what means is that a person on a path and it, it implies the, uh, the idea of movement, that we always in movement in life. And this is your path. You always making choices and decision. And this is your path. And you carving your path as you go along life. <clears throat> so you have your own path. And then you have your, the path of the universe, the universal path. And uh, the universe, the universal path sometimes is different than your own path. <laughs> like the best example is the, <clears throat> this coronavirus pandemic, right? We didn't want it, <laughs> but it just came. So the universal path and what in the Tao we say is that whenever we resist the path of the universe, we are in trouble. <laughs> We are, uh, we are bound to suffer. So suffering uh, will happen whenever we start to resist the flow of energy, either in our own mind and body or the universal path. So resistant, the idea of resistant come from the Tao is, uh, is very strong. Yeah? Resistant to the flow of energy, to what is, to life circumstances, what life brings would create uh, would create uh, suffering not only not only suffering but also um, will will kind of change the change the future in because whenever you whenever you in a place of resistance you're experiencing stress you're experiencing um, uh, different types of stress yeah there's worry there's anxiety there's sadness or whatever it is whenever we experiencing it, it's not that, that it's bad to experience it, but we, whenever we in resistance, we will experience it more. And when we experiencing it more, you know, anxiety and worry, it's just about projecting into the future, something negative. So, um, uh, and one thing that we learned during this pandemic is the word pivot. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but how to pivot, how to change your mindset, how to look at things differently. And this is really, uh, this is really kind of like what a lot of uh, spiritual teacher were talking about: how we can pivot, how we can shift. And this is really what uh, stand in the core of what we call resilience, like inner strength, is the uh, is 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 what our expectation of life is, what our plan is, and then there's the plan of the universe, and. Uh, and uh, in the Tao, we say that everything, you know, our, our resistance comes from, uh, from short seeing, from short seeing. So it's not seeing the full picture. We are not able to see the full picture. We are only seeing a, a very small portion of the universe. And we say actually 1%. So the all 99%, we're just not aware of. But the universe is always strive for balance, for equilibrium. This is what we are. When we are in nature, we feel so good because we're connecting with this idea of being in balance with nature and equilibrium. So, so everything we say, everything in uh, everything is uh, eventually it's going to be in the general good of all being. 
so this is a little bit unresistant and how it creating internal tension in, inside of us. And then we have the resistance from healing. So as as person that works with a lot of individual, a lot of individual that suffer from uh, chronic health condition, I noticed that a lot of people have a lot of resistance for for the for doing for healing for doing the for adhering to practices. Yeah, and then when well, what is this resistance come from? Where is the resistance? Because you would say hey, this is going to make you feel better, <clears throat> but then it's resistant. And we can see it everywhere, right? We can see it everywhere. Like think about a person staying in a very, very bad marriage or even there's violence there, but they still stay, stay for a long period of time even. And they don't want to move. <laughs> and they, they uh, it's like, what do you like the, do you like the suffering that you suffer? But they don't, they don't want to make a, a change. So where is this come from? Uh, and where is this resistance come from? Because we understand the resistance from something negative like the coronavirus. We don't like it. We, we have an aversion from it. But then you would, you would think that when a person uh, uh, have the opportunity to heal and uh, shows the way, he would take that, uh, that first chance. It's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm going into the healing. But we have what I encounter through my own practice is a lot of resistance. And and it's, and we all know it. We all know it, like with the story that I said, people stay in a uh, suffering situation for a long time. So, so we can connect this resistance to, uh, to unconscious and subconscious uh, resistance. And it's resistant from, from, from change. The mind doesn't like to change. And this is something very ancestral. And I will open this to a conversation for anybody that wants to share their own story and things like that. Uh, but I also will share with you what I noticed with people that I have very strong desire to heal and have no resistance and what, what would that looks like. Uh, but, but in the beginning, we have a lot of resistance. That resistance uh, is sometimes it's, it's unconscious. It's, it's, uh, it's, it comes from the mind is... It's the same resistance that comes from like a person that's uh, trying to take a new habit, like doing Qigong every day and they cannot. And or the sitting on trying to meditate for 10 minutes a day and, and, and something, the, the brain is getting you out of it. Yeah, the brain is telling you no. And it tells you all kinds of stories. Sometimes it makes you fall asleep on the, on the cushion. Sometimes it tells you there's a doubt, is even it's this good for me. And there's all kinds of stories that the brain tells you uh, that makes you not uh, adhering to, to a change that you want to uh, do in your life. And this is very primal. This is be belonging to re the reptilian brain. So we all have it. It's not some people don't have it. Some people have it. We all have that reptilian brain and that we call it the comfort zone. The comfort zone is this uh, like we talk about this example of this bad marriage, even violent marriage that people stay in. And, and that's the comfort zone with, with all its, uh, with the fact that it's not really comfortable. It is not what's out there. And when you, when we were, um, when we were back in the days when we were hunters and gatherers, there was, uh, we noticed that we, we uh, when we are in a familiar territory, we can control everything. We know what's going on. We know the bad and the good. We know where the, 
the lion nest is. We know where the we know where the snakes are located. We know where we can get food. We know what trees are are poisonous. We know what. And ever whenever we went to another territory, that's a lot of people died because <laughs> we didn't know a lot of stuff. There's unfamiliar territory. So that's what we call in spiritual practice. We say a lot of people say, uh, get out of your comfort zone. And uh, and it's really hard to get out of comfort zone because the mind doesn't let you because it's it's an instinctual and an instinctual and instinctual behavior to keep you in the safe zone. And it's 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 kind of ironic that um, fear uh, becomes uh, gives us a, a false sense of safety. Yeah, fear from. Even if the land over there is much more new, there's much more, uh, yeah, there's much more nutrient in that soil over there. We're going to stay here in the rocky soil because we're familiar with it. Because we are afraid from the, 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 you know, the lions over there or the snake nests over there. So we're going to stay here with, and we're going to just, because we're familiar, we know how to manage uh, so this is kind of like the 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 explanation of uh, of the of the comfort zone and of uh, why we don't want to heal, even though the land over there looks much brighter. We decide to stay here because we know it, and we don't want to uh, get into a new territory. So I, I I wanted to talk about it because I I uh, I think that it's such a I. I you know, I, I work one-on-one -on -one with, with, with a lot of, I worked with a lot of people, I work with a lot of people, and I found this is very powerful. It's very, um, it's so powerful. The subconscious mind is so powerful how it inhibits us from uh, chasing our, the good and chasing the dreams because of this instinctual, and especially when you're in the stress response, when you're in the fight or flight response, the brain is not going to let you do it. So, uh, so part of the process is to have the, have vision, yeah. So now I'm gonna talk a little bit about about how we getting out of it, <laughs> and I also and and to say uh, to say also I also worked with people that broke through amazingly, broke through and committed, you know, because a lot of time with chronic health, uh, my prescription is daily practice, like at least an hour a day or there's, there's a certain mindset, there's a certain practices that you need to do, there's a certain, you have to change your lifestyle, you have to change your mindset and your lifestyle, because you are who you are right now, and whatever you have right now in your life, physically, emotionally, spiritually, exists because that's what you do, and whenever you change that, things will start to change too, and, but it's like taking a new habit, and, and I also, you know, experience people like really breaking through. And these people have a really strong commitment, like an unstoppable commitment for they, they were done. They were really done. So it's, it's almost like, it's almost like depends where the people are internally in their journey, wherever I, wherever I come as a healer. Uh, and, um, and sometimes they're ready, they're done. And they're ready to break through and they're ready to like take on things and they just they just a hundred percent and they're a hundred percent and they don't doubt and 
they work with their resistance internally and they just do it. And that's that's very humbling to see. It's actually sometimes make me even tear when I see that. It's just so beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. And uh, thank you, Carla. Carla feels me. And... <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, 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 you know, and some people, uh, most of people, a lot of people need a lot of work and a lot of internal work to, to work through their, their resistance. And so a lot of times I find myself trying or healing the resistance from healing. The, what I heal is the resistance. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, before, before really, uh, working forward uh, like what is the resistant really what do you think like what is the doubt what is the you know what and um so this is uh this is a, a major topic and um and how do we go about it a lot of time is is self-talk and also to vi a, a visualization is very powerful here a very uh, a very uh powerful tool is visualization like to see the future to see what the future, what what would the future be, or what would you like the future to be? How to, how what would you like? You know, if you're gonna be in the future somewhere completely different, some somewhere completely different, you're not gonna have the same life. It's gonna be different life, and 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 there's a has to be some departure from where you are right now to where you're gonna be in the future. And, and some things that you have to let go of are hard to go, let go of, you know? And so, so it's, 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 it's kind of sad, you know? And sometimes life circumstances drive us there anyway, right? Let me get the lockdown or the sheltering place and all this stuff. We didn't decide it. Somebody came and decided for us. And whether we, how much we resisted or not, and how much and what did we lose there were a lot of there's a lot of grief i found working through the covid stuff people had a lot of anger a lot of frustration a lot of grief but this is kind of like the universe did it to us we <laughs> we got we got the present we got the gift yeah and then when we have to do it to ourselves it's a little harder does that make sense it's a little harder to lose to lose your I don't know, something that you need to give up in order to, to go into the other side. So, so there's always a loss. There was always a out leaving the comfort zone, leaving the sofa, leaving the comfortable, <laughs> the comfortable sofa. And I've gone through it and I've, I've gone through my own resistance to heal a lot of times. And, and, you know, we, we all have it. It's not some, some people have it. Some, we all have it. It's just a matter of, the readiness and the commitment and how solidly you connect with the vision how sweet it is so usually my technique a lot of time here i'm going to tell can i share a secret <laughs> so a lot of time my technique is to having you understand and not only on the intellectual level but on the emotional level how you don't like the current situation how much you don't like it really getting deeper into that and then on the other side 
visualize the future and how much you like that and and uh and, and see if, and, and and sometimes that does it sometimes you need more help but uh definitely seeing the future and there's all kinds of things that the mind would do doubt or um you know doubt is the first one doubting the system doubting yourself doubting your doubting the environment <laughs> so uh so there's all these tricks that the mind does in order to get you out of changing your comfort zone it's very instinctual so that's in a nutshell what i have to say i really wanted to open to the subject because it's kind of like an underlying of of self-healing and i think it's very important to notice it in ourselves and to work with it consciously because otherwise it's really hard to move forward and i welcome any input or questions or whatever you would like to contribute yes wendy go ahead um I just had a thought, something I heard, and this was shortly before the shutdown started earlier in the spring. And it was in a, it was actually in a cycling class. And we were at a part that was very intense. And the teacher said, let's move out of our comfort zone together. And I've been thinking about that and just that aspect of, having a, a social part of moving out of the comfort zone. And to me, that was very powerful, that there are these compatriots who are also moving out of the comfort zone, even maybe like we all are here today in some way, curious about this subject. And so that's just something that's been very supportive to me. Um, Yes. So this is great. Thank you so much. This is we are we are a member of a tribe. We are a, we are as humans we are packs. We are going by packs. You know, sangha is one of the uh, you know we have uh, we have uh, the sangha is so important. The community. Why I'm saying sangha? Because in in Buddhist tradition and enlightenment to to attain enlightenment we need three things. You know, it's like the three the three legs that holds the stool. You know, the teaching. The, the example, the Buddha, and then the Sangha, so the, the community, the people that we, we do it with, and that's such an important part of it, feeling part of uh, a, a larger group and, and, and doing it together. And, you know, I have to say that uh, just to kind of reinforce it, what you're saying, there was a hospital, and a non-medicinal hospital in China that people healed really inst instantaneously, and it was done by the chi field the collective chi field. So wherever we have a lot of people doing the, this is why we practice qigong together in a class and we can even do it online but when, when there's a lot of people doing the same thing something happen you know all of a sudden there's an opening. So the chi works in mysterious way but definitely uh, you can think about it like a, a concert of 100 people or 10,000 people. You know the energy is just much stronger. Um Thank you, Wendy. Wow, that's beautiful. Any any insightful sharing too? <laughs> yes, Edward, go ahead. So I, I really want to uh, confirm what what you're talking about and, and resistance, and what's what's happened to me just with COVID. What I've learned was when we got locked down, and instead of being upset about it. 
I just said, well, I'm not supposed to be going anywhere. I've got to be in my house. I'm not supposed to be driving. And by making that okay, it's actually turned out to be a lot of breakthroughs in different things with family and, and, and friends. And in the context of that, and I'll, I'll share this, and you know this, Ellie. So like three years ago, uh, I was walking with Brenda in Costco, and all of a sudden I couldn't walk anymore because I fell down the steps and I pushed my toes against the step, and I thought I broke a toe. So the next morning, I couldn't even get out of bed. I just couldn't walk. So went over to urgent care. The doctor walks in the room and he looks at me. He said, you didn't break your toe. You have the gout. And I just said to him, I don't have the gout. And in the context of that, he said, well, go to your doctor tomorrow or take two Advil now. I said, I don't even have Advil in the house. I don't believe in that stuff. I don't need that. But I did go, got the Advil. And at one o'clock, Brenda and I hiked for three miles. And three years later, guess what I don't have? And I just said, I don't have it. <laughs> you know, so it's like accepting a negative or just saying, you know what? I wanted to make that red light, but that idiot in front of me stopped and I missed going through that red light. And then I go, well, but I'm not supposed to be at the next light. This is where I'm supposed to be. And by making it okay with what's so, I've had the ability to heal from different things by getting into it. And also acknowledging I'm not gonna, I don't have that. I don't want that. And it's, to me, it's been that simple. It's right into what you're saying to us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a very it's worked. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. Worked. So and you know, I, I healed myself from um, hepatitis 44 years ago with my son and I just got into my liver and just took the liver out of my body and kept on squeezing the yellow bile out. And the doctor two days later said, oh, we, we're gonna do a biopsy because you're normal. I said, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know? It's just about your word and what you wanna create for yourself. You know, so it's not having that resistance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's, you're talking about a lot of things here. You're talking about accepting what we usually reject, what the universe brings us and how that acceptance on the first level is, is really changing the output of, of how you can change the future for yourself. And that's the first level. Then you, you're talking about the, the internal commitment to, to, um, you know, believe in, in, in the practice that you're doing, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, changing the desire into, into, into a reality. This is really beautiful stuff. It's, it's powerful stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is my mother would always say, you know, the words are in the songs, Edward. So it's accent the positive, eliminate the negative. I don't have it. And then Carly Simon singing, I don't have time for the pain. I don't have the time for the pain of being locked down with COVID. I don't have the time pain for the gout or hepatitis. I, it's not who I am. <laughs> I don't want that. So mm -hmm. eliminate the negative from whatever any of us have in our life, whatever shows up, you know, all right. So I'm stuck at this light and this idiot didn't pass the light and I could have passed right behind him, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's just going there and making it easy on ourselves to heal mm -hmm. beautiful 
Thank you, Edward. That's beautiful. A lot of stories too. <laughs> too much. <laughs> Anybody else wants to join in? Yes, Bart, go ahead. My question is, how can you make someone else give up their resistance? So how can you make someone else get out of their comfort zone? Um, because, for example, my mother is taking all kinds of pills for years, sleeping pills, antidepressants, um, pills for a blood, a blood pressure. And I'm proposing to her do this exercise or do this exercise or do this qigong exercise and she doesn't just doesn't want to do it and i know if she would do it that she would improve her health but i cannot force or pull her out of her comfort zone <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and how can i do that is it only by talking to her or i don't i don't know yeah it's it's uh it's it's hard it's 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 not an easy task but uh you know what i've learned through my my practice is that uh you've gotta you know you've gotta have people experience what would it be how they would feel without the problem how do we feel there's a lot of there's a lot of facets here there's a lot of there's 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 uh does this practice work like some people needs to show evidence the more people see evidence that this the practices that you're proposing really helps mm -hmm. you know like their success story exactly like you know that that's that's very important it's it's very interesting that they saw in um a lot of times the the world record for running a hundred feet was set at a certain speed and then for years it was just the same speed and then the first person that broke that like broke that the first hundred feet then everybody started breaking that it's very interesting how the human mind works so so uh so it's 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 almost like leading but examples are very powerful and also be able to uh to take the person into a journey of how would it be without the problem? Like how, how would they like to feel? Like what I said in the beginning, what would it, what would it feel? What did it feel without it? How much do you want it? How much do you really want it? How much do you really want to be? Maybe they don't want to. People like, the, it's very ironic. People like to suffer. <laughs> People... People uh, like this. It's their their comfort zone. They know the the you know and and uh, and as we get older and older, the energy more the comfort zone shrinks. We say, as we're not exercising, stepping out of the comfort zone, the comfort zone shrink. And as we get older and older, we are less comfortable by the outside world. We are less comfortable by things that you know. So. As we grow older, we're not, you know, so stepping out of the comfort zone is something that uh, it's, it's a good exercise just for the exercise. Like if you don't like traveling, maybe you should travel like a, a week out and, and try to, if you're not, uh, you don't like to talk to people, maybe you should start talking to people. <laughs> so I, 
the comfort zone is 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 and and i think um you know maybe send her this video <laughs> maybe send her this video but for me it was uh, a lot of times it's it's uh it's working working in conversation with people have them actually feel what they feel feel like what they really struggle with and how they really don't like it be able to show them that they can live the same life or very similar life without it you know without the problem and uh yeah i feel i feel you and uh it's it's um how do we it's it's really about how do we cultivate hope yes i am an empath uh, by nature so i i all i also feel other people's struggle or pains and then I give them advice and they don't want to do it. So, but it's my journey also to learn how to. Yeah, it's, it's for all their problems. Yeah. And first of all, it's our journey. It's, mm -hmm. it's exactly, it's our journey. It's actually showing to showing ourselves to us. How can we break through our comfort zone? And, and, and for me, inspiration and hope is the strongest to provide people with inspiration inspiration is being developed through seeing a better future seeing feeling not only seeing but feeling a better future and really and 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 as you see it the brain doesn't know between reality or false yeah so this is the, the power of visualization that gives you hope they give you you know when you when you look at the future with uh with uh inspiration you're not looking at it from anxiety or worry yeah there it's either or so that's another way to do it so we're running uh, a little late so uh, i just wanted to thank you so much uh, i wanted to keep these talks short so it's uh so everybody attended and all that so thank you so much for joining i hope you got something out of it yes. and i hope you can maybe share it with somebody that you feel need to hear these things so let's do a, a just a short closing ceremony with the palms together the knuckles press on the heart center and breathe into your heart and just smile into your heart. Yeah, smile into your heart. Humble yourself to the heart. The heart has the wisdom, we say. Just a few breaths here as we closing this beautiful talk. And maybe what we can take from this talk is how can we be in the flow today? How can we uh, maybe notice today areas of resistance and how we can pivot into accepting it? How can we and, and choose one thing that we, you can step out of your comfort zone today? What would be, the, what would be a, a, a bad habit or some, some habit today that you think, mm, you know what, let me try not to do it today. <laughs> something that you need a little less of and try to break your own um, uh, uh, comfort zone. Thank you guys so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>